And as promised, I have a very special guest with me, Mr. Patrick Oboth, the chairman of the Magical Kenya Open. Welcome, Patrick. Good morning, yeah, and thank you for having me today. Oh, it's so <laughs> lovely to have you. Honestly, yeah. we, we were talking about the Magical Kenya Ladies Open right. that happened, I believe, yeah, it was last weekend. Last weekend, yes, yeah. That's, that's right, yeah. And so now the Magical Kenya Open is happening on the 22nd to the 25th of, of this month at the Mathaiga Golf Club in Nairobi. It's the 55th edition of this tournament. Correct. I mean, it's been around for a long time. And the journey of the tournament actually is quite, quite interesting, the journey itself. <laughs> Tell me about it. It started off um, that some people wanted to play, professionals from Europe wanted to play um, in Africa during the winter mm. because during the winter, most of the golf courses in Europe were closed. So they came out and they said um, to the former colonial uh, whatever uh, countries, and so they went to Nigeria, Zambia, and and here. So they started, they found what they used to call the, the safari circuit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'd come and play in the, in, in, in the winter. So around about this time of the year. And um, eventually the Kenya Open was born from that. Mm-hmm. From the fact that they needed an, a major international, uh, a major tournament which they could play in. So at that time they came in and they started playing and it's grown from there. Hmm. From about 16 players or 15 players at that time to, yeah. the, to what we have now. I'm seeing here it dates back to 1967. My goodness. And for those who are unaware, maybe don't recognize the name Magical Kenya Open, although maybe you're living under a rock. Uh, it is. Uh, we're talking about golf and golfing here in uh Kenya as a whole, I was telling you, Patrick, before we went on air, that I feel like, at least in my circles, the amount of people who seem to be more and more interested in golf, and especially like young people, are you experiencing the same thing too within the golfing community? It's been deliberate. Hmm. There's been a deliberate um, um, activity over the last 10 years or so um, that golf doesn't start with the people who are working, the people who are already in jobs. Golf starts from when people are forming their their interests at a young stage. Mm. So there has been a very big push in terms of encouraging junior golf. And golf has spread to schools. So a lot of the clubs that are um, present in um, in uh, around uh, the towns, they pick up 10, 15 schools around them and then they bring the, the, the people who are interested. Just go to the school. We go to the school and, uh, you know, with, with, a, with a bucket of balls mm. and one club. And you go to the football field and just let kids play and sort of they, they say hit balls and you will see natural talent. The professional teachers can see that. Oh, I and wish then I you had, encourage them. I wish I had some natural athletic talent. <laughs> I really have nothing. Zero. Yeah. I would love to I would love to be good at golf. <laughs> so, but uh, it is fun. That's where it started. Yeah. That's where it started. Yeah. And as a result of that, the children have took it up. And then the parents hear about this new thing called golf. Hmm. What is it that you're doing in school? They come and look at it, and then so they and then they take them to practice at golf golf clubs, and that has just led to this expansion of golf from mm. a different direction. Yeah, you know, I think previously golf, much like maybe tennis, kind of had this premier elitist, elitist feel uh, to it. Yeah, uh, but that's changing. That's changing rapidly. Um, the thing that happened about fifteen years ago, um, the Kenya team was playing in Namibia, and they were beaten. By Namibia. Mm. And Namibia's team was all caddies, who are normally the people who carry your bags. Uh-huh, the golf course, yes. Yeah? You saw the so, blank expression yeah. on my face. <laughs> so this this team of guys from Kenya who thought they were great yeah. you when know, they're playing, and they're beaten by a bunch of caddies <laughs> from, a, from Namibia. So the first thing they did, they said, let's get a caddy program going. Uh-huh. Yeah? Um, and so forth. So when you start getting people at that level, now becoming professionals and playing professional golf, it begins to demystify the game. 
Absolutely. Yeah, and that that has um, with these all these things, the junior program, you know, getting caddies programs, what have you, all these clubs, club activities, be, has slowly begun to get people to realize that golf actually isn't an elitist sport. Yeah, it was built that way in the colonial times when they said that you know this is the preserve of mm-hmm. right, and we and golf has very seriously been trying to get away from that and said we are part of a community, we live in this place. We work in this place. We are part of the community. So don't see it as elitist. Come and join. And there are different ways of joining golf clubs. There are some which are expensive, yes. There are some which are affordable and are cheap. So there's a complete range of golf clubs you can join. Not the traditional, you know, you don't go to the top golf club. There's plenty everywhere. Yeah, I, I really appreciate that. And I yeah. see also, you know, there's a lot of golf instructors that yeah. we have here. There's a lot of driving ranges. If yes. you, and it's a great, like, date I- idea or, you know, activity with friends. Just get a, a bag of balls and just try hitting them at the range. I'm Like I said, I'm not good, but it is a lot of fun. <laughs> yes. um, and I think that's that's one one new avenue that we can actually begin to look at is, is getting what you call... Um, um, you know, fun ranges, yeah? where you actually have a range that that's all it is. It's not linked to a golf club. It's mm. not linked to anything. And you have a range, and I know in, in uh, you go to Korea, you go to a couple of countries where land is at a premium, the driving range is six stories high. No way. And then they have a big net. You know, it's in the neighborhood. Yeah. And you have this massive net somewhere, um, and these guys just hit balls. And, and on each floor, there's a bar at one end. No way. So <laughs> There's no cars that are being hit on the on the ground floor. No, no, no. windows being smashed. No, no, because it's, it's the, the nets are that high, okay. so you can't really get you can't get that far. So that's why you find people like Koreans are now, especially Korean ladies, are hitting golf around the world. Mm. Um, and Koreans, Japanese people like that—that's how they're building. I love and we need to do the same thing in this country. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, it's a global sport with global appeal. Yeah. Uh, we do have to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk more about the Ma- Magical Kenya Open that's mm-hmm. coming up, get a little bit more into golf here with Patrick. And uh, if you have any questions for myself, although I won't be able to answer many, Patrick, you'll be the one answering the questions. Right. Let us know. It can be about golf. It can be about the Magical Kenya Open. 0701-984-984 is my number. You can find us on X at 984 in the morning at Sony Side Up. I'm joined this morning by Patrick Oboth, the chairman of Magical Kenya Open. And it's coming back, baby, the 22nd to the 25th of February at the Mathaiga Golf Club right here in Nairobi. Patrick, welcome. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Great to have you. And it's so exciting to talk about uh, this tournament here. Uh, I understand it's a part of the European tour circuit, right? Yes, it's now. It used to be called the European Tour. Uh-huh. Now it's called the DP World Tour. DP World Tour. Ten three years ago. Okay. Yes. Uh, that feels like a big deal. It is a big deal for for us. And I, 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 does the deep uh, does the DP World Tour go through other African countries? Yeah, I mean the DP World Tour is uh, a tour that sort of covers Europe, mm. Africa, the Middle East, and parts of Asia. Okay. So it is it is at par with the with the with the uh, with the PGA Tour of America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so those are the two main tours in the world. Um, but each of those tours has a what you call a sub tour, which are sort of lower level tours as well. So it's I mean golf um, in terms of a game globally is big. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing about it. Yeah. So being part of the DP World Tour for us in Kenya, I think is 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 is, is a big big plus as a country, because in Africa, the only other places you have DP World Tour events is South Africa, and one in Morocco. Hmm. That's it. So in between the two, there's nothing apart from the one we have here. So what kind of thing did we need to do to qualify to be part of the DP World Tour? 
that story is one um, that, that is personal to me a lot because when I started getting, when I got involved um, in golf um, as a tournament director, the event was on the Challenge Tour. Now, the Challenge Tour is one level below the DP World Tour. It's part of the same organization, but it's the prize money is different. The prize purse um, of a Challenge Tour event as of today is somewhere between about three hundred and fifty to five hundred thousand dollars. So that's the total purse that all the players will, will you know, will, will compete for, and the number of players competing is exactly the same, one hundred and fifty-six. No, one hundred and fifty, one hundred and fifty, because there are six amateurs who don't earn money. Now we were part of the Challenge Tour for a long time, mm-hmm. but the Challenge Tour is only uh, you only get uh, cover by TV for maybe about half an hour, even if that for the four days. So you get a highlights thing that is then uh, given to all the, all the media houses, mm-hmm. and then they can choose to use it or not. <clears throat> but the DP World Tour is, gives you live broadcast. But there is almost uh, there could almost a barrier to entry. Mm-hmm. You need to have a certain minimum amount of money in the prize purse, which we have to raise oh. as the sponsors, as the organization that is running that golf tournament. So to to be as part of the DP World Tour, the entry point at that point in time was $1.1 million. Wow. Prize purse. And then to organize is another $1 million. Yes. In terms of laying it out and so forth. Yeah. What that then does, um, and this is the reason why we went up that way, was it gives you four hours of TV cover every day Mm. for four days. So what we did was we said... This is good for the country. Four hours of advertise of, of TV TV cover with the world viewing you is good promotion for tourism, good promotion for business, good promotion for Kenya, brand mm-hmm. Kenya. Mm-hmm. So we talked to the government, convinced them, plus a couple of, uh, plus our sponsor who was there um, before, which was uh, then used to be called Barclays Bank, which is now ABSA. Mm-hmm. They were sponsoring the challenge to event. And uh, the president, the, the then president, Huru uh, Kenyatta, said, Okay, we will put in one third. Absa, you put in one third, and the city county of Nairobi, which is a host, put in one third. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is that agreement, which was done in a room somewhere, is what led the what was the birth uh, from moving from the Challenge Tour to the DP World Tour, where we are now. Wow! So, um, and it took one year, and that one year was hectic planning because we now had to change the look and feel of the event completely. Because now it was on the global stage. Mm-hmm. So when you're having caddies who are carrying the numbers that you can see on the score, they have to be dressed because they're now going to appear, they're going to be representing Kenya kut kut on a global basis. Yeah. So we had to get them proper bibs, uh, sort of proper overalls, and give them shoes, whatever it is, and so forth, so that we present the country well. And you can now understand why you need to spend about a million dollars for a million dollars prize purse yes. to really stage an event that you cannot showcase. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what what a what congratulations first of all. What yeah. a wonderful opportunity like you said uh for Kenyans as a whole but even for golf here in Kenya as yes. a sport. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing some of these numbers last year the 4-day t- tournament uh, attracted 5,000 spectacular spectators. <laughs> From within Kenya and 10,000 foreign enthusiasts, plus uh, it was televised to a global audience of over 500 million households. Correct. What an opportunity. So that's incredible. Congratulations. Uh, And in terms of our Kenyan golfers who are going to be playing this year in the Magical Kenyan Open, who should we be keeping an eye out for? uh, How how do we think we're going to fare? 
Um, we, we normally, to select the people who are going to play, mm. um, we have what is called the Safari Tour, which is a series of events that are played within East Africa, Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania. Um, Kenya, Uganda at the moment, Tanzania is coming on board next year. Um, and we get players from across the whole of Eastern Africa, from West Africa as well, because they, have, they don't have a similar thing. Um, and the attraction to them is that if they play well and they come at the top of this series, then we select the top eight Kenyan nationals to then play in the, in the, in, in the magical Kenya Open. What an opportunity. So they've, they've got to qualify. Yes. That's the one thing. And then we also, out of what we call the Safari Tour, we select two of the other internationals, Africans, to also play. Mm-hmm. So it is, it is this, uh, we, we are bringing this competitive element already. And by doing that, we are hoping that we can begin to also um, improve the quality of our local golfers by giving them that opportunity of playing competitively against themselves, but also against other um, African golfers from, from the region. Hmm. Yeah? So that is how we select them to go through. Um, the safari tour, the top, um, the person who won the safari tour this year is, uh, is a veteran, a gentleman called Desmas Indiza. His golf, um, he, he, he plays his golf from, from Mumias. Um, and if you want to sort of think that Mumias golf course, has anybody ever heard of a golf course in Mumias? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if you go there, you wouldn't recognize it if you are sort of used to playing in Mudaiga. Yeah. But it has brought up somebody who is actually playing on the world, on the world stage. So, as you said, golf is not elitist. Somebody from Mumias is playing on the world stage. So there's Dismas Indiza, there is um, Justice, Justice Madoya, there is Greg Snow. All these people are people that we should be watching out for. Mm-hmm. So our eight Kenyan pros are going in. And then you've got the two Kibugu brothers, uh, Mutai and Jeroge Kibugu. The two of them, um, have been, have, they are both members of Mudaiga, and they've come up through, I think, very, very passionate uh, dad of theirs who's been promoting them. Mm. And in fact, Mutai um, last year made the cut and he went to play in Germany. Wow. Um, as part of uh, as part of um, our promotion, what what ha- what happens is we normally have one or two slots that we allow other tours, other events in the DP World Tour, to bring their budding people, right? And in return, they allow us to take one of our people, one of our people there as oh, well. Oh, cool! So the person who makes a cut or the highest placed Kenyan in that event in the magical Kenya Open, we then give them that opportunity to go and play abroad. Wow. What an, I mean, also, like, what an opportunity for anybody who's an enthusiast of golf or just curious about the sport, what an opportunity to go witness uh, players at the top of their game uh, from uh, all over the world, but particularly homegrown talent. Uh, It's a a huge opportunity. So it's going down at the Mathaiga Golf Club from the 22nd to the 25th of February. How, if somebody is interested in seeing it, what's, what are their opportunities? Um, the key, the key thing um, is that we we have a ticketing uh, platform. We're, we're getting that should be launched sometime today, or tomorrow. Okay. With Hustle Sasa, mm-hmm. um, and it'll be blown everywhere. Everybody will get to hear about it. Um, and you can buy your tickets. It's um, it's a thousand bob a day, and it'll be five thousand shillings. Uh, no, it'll be uh, it's two thousand, one thousand, one thousand uh, Thursday and Friday. Yeah. And then two thousand, two thousand Saturday and Sunday. That's right? a steal. So that is that's a total of six thousand shillings. But if you want to have a season ticket, yes. it costs you 5,000 bob. That is a right? steal. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my gosh. That's amazing. Okay, so Hustle Sasa. Yeah. Is, but remember uh, also, once you've done that, uh, there is more that is going to be there. We have a village. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does that mean? Um, and the village is actually, um, it, it's, it's like a, 
it's, 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 it's an exhibition or whatever it is so you can come and see things during the day mm-hmm. we will have um we will have people who are doing beads curios whatever it is people who cook yes. they show all their stuff and golf um you want, to, you want to buy golf attire whatever all that is going to be there in this um this village so-called village it's called kifaru village um and then in the evening we are working on getting artists to come and perform so you can have this great hang in the evening. Yeah. Which will start at about nine o'clock and go on until about two o'clock in the morning. Oh. Saturday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Wow. So for the two thousand bob on the Saturday and Sunday, you can watch golf the whole day and the same same ticket allows you to go into this um, in this concert in the evening. I love that. You can so. go for a party, there's good food, yeah. uh, good shops, and you can yeah. mix and mingle with everybody at the magical Kenya Open. <laughs> I am joined by the tournament director, Mr. Patrick Oboth, talking about the Magical Kenya Open. Welcome again. Thank you. I'm going to say it every time we speak. (laughs) (laughs) It's great to have you here today. I feel like I'm learning so much about the history of golf here in Kenya, but also of the tournament. Uh, And it's just, it's exciting. Uh, When when I hear you speak about it so passionately, I can't help but be excited for the tournament that's coming up from the 22nd to the 25th. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been been that excited for the last... (laughs) 12, 13 years that I've been a tournament director of the <laughs> yeah, event. Yeah. Um, and that's what keeps me going. I mean, I've, I've been doing that now for that period of time. And every year is a, is a new year for the event. Well, what, uh, what, what can people expect from the 2024 Magical Kenya Open that might be different or new from, let's say, last year? Um, I, think there's, there's, um, I think there's one incremental step mm. and then there's some groundbreaking ones this year. The incremental step is that the prize money or the prize purse has gone from $2 million to $2.5 million. Whew. Right? So there's another $500,000 wow. that have been put in the prize purse. And that means the person who wins, last year they took about $340,000 home. This year they'll probably be taking about $370,000. Wow. Right? So, I mean, that is that is not bad money mm-hmm. um, for, for the winners. So that means that the quality of players is going to be even better because the more money there is, the, the higher... The, you know, the higher the quality of players come through. Yeah. But I think the two new things this year completely that are not have not been there before. The first one is that we are having what is called G4D. And the G4D is sounds for golf for the disabled. Hmm. Um, we saw this in Dubai about two years ago. And these are professional golfers. They're paid to play or they, you know, they earn money. That's their profession. And they're disabled. And we thought, wow, this is something that we need to bring to Kenya because it will inspire people to think of sport. Mm-hmm. And this is different sport that they take up professionally, potentially, to be able to earn money. And the disability is not really inability. Mm-hmm. So the G4D is coming to Kenya and to Africa for the first time this year. Wow. And that is going to be played on the 19th and 20th of this month, which is in fact, on Monday and Tuesday, we are having players who are disabled coming to play. There's 10 of them coming in, and there are two women in those 10. Wow. So it also shows the diversity in the ability for disabled golfers to play. Mm-hmm. Now, people ask, well, so what, disa- what, what kind of disability? Are they blind, deaf? No, this is physical disability or conditions that cause you to be physically challenged in terms of playing. Mm. So we have... Two players who have got autism. Uh, sorry, they've got a cere- cerebral palsy. Mm. So cerebral palsy is, you know, it's people think that, you know, 
they're not able to do that kind of stuff. There are two of them. In fact, the top player in the world has got cerebral palsy hmm. in the disabled. Wow. And then we've got uh, some who have, have different levels of amputation and they're still able to play golf, right, at that kind of level. And then there's a couple of them who've got, um, you know, either, you know, their, their sort of their spinal or their, their bone system is not exactly right, either twisted spines or something like that, and they're still able to play golf. So this is new and I think it is big. Because really, we have to inspire the people who think that you have got this warrior thing, you know, I can't do things, that life actually offers opportunities in different ways. Mm -hmm. So 19th and 20th, there are 10 players. It'll be a very short window, about four hours in a day when they're playing. But it is really worthwhile coming to watch them. I, you That's know, also I, at I watched Mathaiga. them and it was absolutely awesome. Uh -huh. It's also going to be at Mudaiga. Okay. Um, and then the other thing we have this year is what we call uh, um, golf for business. Uh, people, and uh, as you alluded earlier on, you know, it's a sort of, you know, you meet business people, you network and everything else. We are going to arrange that this year. We are having a cool. business forum um, where we're going to bring people together. Um, and not necessarily for golf. I think our, 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 our theme this year is about tech in golf. Um, and so we are going to bring people who are interested in tech and use golf as a forum to bring business together. So we, we, are, we are trying new things, um, not just the game of golf. There's other things around it. And I'm sure as we do this, people are going to realize what that golf isn't a very linear thing it's got a lot of opportunities yeah it yeah. just sounds like a, such a cool opportunity to meet people yeah. to introduce yourself or if you're already an enthusiast to go experience some of the best golf that this country and the world has to offer uh so once again please remind us where we can get our tickets yeah so tickets will be available on hustle sasa uh -huh. and the golf i say the golf for disabled is free entry okay 19th and 20th and then from the 22nd to the 25th, you've got the main event. Tickets are available, will be available on Hustle Sasa. 1,000 Thursday, 1,000 Friday, 2,000 Saturday and Sunday. And all of that will open up for you a great opportunity to meet people, to uh, to walk around. I think there's, there's um, that part. The good thing about the golf courses, lots of green trees and everything else, fresh air. Um, and just relax, enjoy golf, have your food and drink, chat with your friends, and really you know, just, just chill out. Ah, wonderful. Thank you so much, Mr. Patrick Oboth, for joining me today. It's an absolute pleasure. It's been yeah. very insightful. It's been so great to see you. We can't wait to see you uh, this coming weekend uh, at the Mathaiga Country Club. Remember, those tickets available at Hustle Sasa. Capital FM.